0: welcome to the couragepreneur podcast the podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life love life and be their absolute best now let's go live to your host pigs Johnson.
1: G'day there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Today, I want to talk about the courage to care. I was on an incredible training on and off yesterday morning because it was very early start, 2 a.m. And uh, it was by my former podcast guest and awesome friend, Jerry Rosenthal. And it was all about leadership. I've done stuff with Jerry before. He's an amazing guy. And as he closed out the, the day's training, which was all online, of course, he shared a story. I would like to share this story with you. I've heard it before and I will read it, but it absolutely touched my heart and it's all about having the courage to care. I hope it touches your heart as much as it touches mine. So just bear with me while I read this for today's episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. This article has circulated around the web, so it may not be accurate. Regardless, it's a touching story. There is a story many years ago of an elementary teacher. Her name was Mrs Thompson and she stood in front of her fifth grade class on the very first day of school. She told the children a lie. Like most teachers, she looked at her students and said that she loved them all the same. But this was impossible because there in the front row, slumped in his seat, was a little boy named Teddy Stoddard. Mrs Thompson had watched Teddy the year before and noticed that he didn't play well with the other children, that his clothes were messy and that he constantly needed a bath and Teddy could be unpleasant. It got to the point where Mrs Thompson would actually take delight in marking his papers with a broad red pen, making bold X's and then putting a big F at the top of his papers. At the school where Mrs. Thompson taught, she was required to review each child's past records and she put Teddy's off until last. However, when she reviewed his file, she was in for a surprise. Teddy's first grade teacher wrote, Teddy is a bright child with a ready laugh. He does his work neatly and has good manners. He is a joy to be around. His second grade teacher wrote, Teddy is an excellent student, well-liked by his classmates, but he is in trouble because his mother has a terminal terminal illness and life at home must be a struggle. His third-grade teacher wrote, His mother's death has been hard on him. He tries to do his best, but his father doesn't show much interest and his home life will soon affect him if some steps aren't taken. Teddy's fourth grade teacher wrote, Teddy is withdrawn and doesn't show much interest in school. He doesn't have many friends and sometimes sleeps in class. By now, Mrs Thompson realised the problem and she was ashamed of herself. She felt even worse when students brought her Christmas presents wrapped in beautiful ribbons and bright paper, except for Teddy's. His present was clumsily wrapped in the heavy brown paper bag that he got from a grocery bag. Mrs Thompson took pains to open it in the middle of the other presents. Some of the other children started to laugh when she found a rhinestone bracelet with some of the stones missing and a bottle that was one quarter full of perfume. But she stifled the children's laughter when she exclaimed how pretty the bracelet was, putting it on and dabbing some of the perfume on her wrist. Teddy Stoddard stayed after school that day just long enough to say, Mrs Thompson, today you smell just like my mum used to. After the children left, she cried for at least an hour. On that very day, she quit teaching, reading and writing and arithmetic. Instead, she began to teach children. Mrs. Thompson paid particular attention to Teddy. As she worked with him, his mind seemed to come alive. The more she encouraged him, the faster he responded. By the end of the year, Teddy had become one of the smartest children in the class, and despite her lie that she would love all the children the same, Teddy became one of her teacher's pets. A year later, she found a note under her door from Teddy telling her that she was still the best teacher he had ever had in his whole life. Six years went by before she got another note from Teddy. He then wrote um, that he had finished high school, third in his class, and she was still the best teacher he had ever had his whole life. Four years after that, She got another letter saying that while things had been tough at times, he'd stayed in school, had stuck with it and would soon graduate from college with the highest of honours. He assured Mrs Thompson that she was still the best and favourite teacher he had ever had in his whole life. Then four more years passed and yet another letter came. This time he explained that he got his bachelor's degree he decided to go a little further. The letter explained that she was still the best and favourite teacher he ever had, but now his name was a little longer. The letter was signed Theodore F. Stoddard, MD. The story doesn't end there. You see, there was yet another letter that spring. Teddy said that he met this girl and was going to be married. He explained that his father had died a couple of years ago and that he was wondering if Mrs Thompson might agree to sit in the place at the wedding that was usually reserved for the mother of the groom. Of course, Mrs Thompson did, and guess what? She wore that bracelet, the one with several rhinestones missing, and she made sure she was wearing the perfume that Teddy remembered his mother wearing on their last Christmas together. They hugged each other. And Dr. Stoddard whispered in Mrs. Thompson's ear, thank you, Mrs. Thompson, for believing in me. Thank you so much for making me feel important and showing me that I could make a difference. Mrs. Thompson, with tears in her eyes, whispered back. She said, Teddy, you have it all wrong. You were the one who taught me that I could make a difference. I didn't know how to teach until I met you. I love that story and as I said I had tears in my eyes and my heart was so full when Jerry read that yesterday uh, just it shows the power of one person one teacher the power of having courage to care for others you may think that you don't make a difference in the world but to one person, you must, may just be their world. So go out there, live life, love life, be courageous, have the courage to care. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope this has put some joy in your heart. Take care, lots of love and big Aussie hugs.
0: You've been listening to The Couragepreneur Podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjonason.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.